you have to have people that will be identified and connect with the general population, the people that they are representing. I think diversity is something that is very easy to speak, but it's not that easy to do. Today's guest in CMO Talk is Patricia Corsi, Chief Marketing and Digital Officer, Consumer Health at Bayer. This is CMO Talk, the podcast, marketing discussed at the highest level. My name is Klaas Weima, professional marketer, founder of Agency Energize and podcaster since 2008. In this monthly podcast, we unravel the secrets of world's marketing giants like Patricia. Mm. And I'm Adam Fields. I'm a stand-up comedian and I'm still trying to work out what the whole point of marketing is, frankly. Um, But hopefully today's guest can convince me marketing can be a force for good. And I'm honored to introduce Patricia Corsi. Patricia is the Global Chief Marketing and Digital Officer at Bayer and received many honors during her career, including the Effie Advertiser of the Year, the 2020 Atlatina Award, and the 2021 Adweek Top 30 CMO. Well, I have no idea what any of those are, but it sounds good. I know them. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty amazing. Previously worked uh, at Sony, Kraft, Mondelez, and at Unilever. Moreover, Patricia is a strong supporter of women and diversity. Bayer is famous for introducing aspirin uh, back in 1899. I'm sure we all remember that. Um, Nowadays, Bayer is a giant supplier of medication employing almost 100,000 people globally. Um, Today, we will talk about creativity. Recently, Bayer has taken a more emotional approach as opposed to rationality in their marketing. So what are the learnings and why did they choose for this strategy? Answers to these and other questions in CMO Talk. CMO Talk is sponsored by our valued partner, Adobe. Patricia, welcome to the show. So, Patricia, uh, how are you doing? Como vai? Ah, muito bem. Hello. Uh, very nice to be here. Nice to have um, you. Special warm to the Netherlands uh, because I've lived there and I had a great time there. I think you missed... Uh, telling that I worked in Heineken, that is, you know, the star in, in the yeah. Netherlands. And mm. um, yeah, I have very good memories of my stay there. So really looking forward to our conversations today. Thank you. Your bio says it is important to connect with the beating hearts of the people you're trying to help and reach. Uh, how do you put this into practice at Bayer? Look, I think um, at the opening, we were talking about um, bringing emotion into consumer health. And I think the beating heart is is exactly to show the difference between bringing emotion versus being corny. Um, and in some, um, in some sort of fashion, uh, the pharmaceutical industry, the health industry has not been famous for being creative or really communicating to people in a language or in a way that they really understand and connect. Um, normally, people, when they talk about health products advertising, they talk about those endless, uh, you know, regulatory say at the end, you know, they never talk about how great it is, how it makes me change my behavior, how I'm going to be healthier, how I can help other people. So for me, this is being close to the beating heart of people is really trying to understand what they need and how can we help them in their daily routine just versus just applying corny formulas and thinking mm. that because we talk about health, that everyone should listen because it's the reality is not like that. So do you think in the, in the past you've been 
companies like yours have been trying to blind your uh, customers with science as opposed to speaking them on a, uh, to them on an emotional level? Look, I don't think the intention was to blind. The intention was to reassure with science, reassure through science. So Bayer motto is science for a better life. And, uh, and, and when you think about things that you trust and you look at the Edelman Trust Barometer just recently launched, doctors and scientists are one are within the most trusted uh, people. Mm. And there is a reason for that. The difference is the language they speak sometimes doesn't connect to the language that people understand to change behavior. And I think in marketing, marketing for good and marketing for bad uh, help happens because marketing has the opportunity to change behaviors. So if you want to change a behavior, you have to connect in a way that people really understand. What does it mean for me? Uh, what is the positive thing? What's the negative thing, risks and opportunities, etc. So I think it was more as an unintended consequence of really leading with trust. Let me give you the confidence that we really research this, that we have the best heads behind it versus trying to blind people. Right. So is the is the old way of healthcare marketing with the focus on rational argumentation is that is that not working anymore? I'm I I challenge if it ever worked. <laughs> <laughs> Why I say that because when you look and and this is a research that we have done um and we are launching a white paper on that within the top 10 industries globally in creativity health is number 8. So is there is just two that are worse than health. Yeah. And if you think about the, you know, the penetration and the distribution of products that can help people improve their health and look at what we are living with, uh, with COVID, you know, hmm. immunity, some of those things should be things that everyone have in their breakfast. People should think about boosting their immunity every day with sleep, you know, with multivitamins, with right. sports, etc. like they think about having breakfast yeah. but it doesn't happen like that so i i i don't think it was ever very um very compelling i think this is a fantastic moment for us to really change that and, and how are you actually shaping the uh, this strategy at buyer so the first thing is that we are moving from thinking what the scientists are telling us to what the consumer understands So sometimes this is an industry that is driven by claims. Mm -hmm. And yeah. sometimes the claim is something that scientifically makes a lot of sense, but the consumer doesn't understand what it means. Right. It's different when you, you know, I worked in detergents in Unilever. If you say it cleans 30% more than the other one, you can rationalize that, yeah. right? Yeah. In health, it's not like that. You don't get 30% less cold or less fever than with something else. So first is really to connect to the consumer. Second is, The science is the base, is the foundation. This is non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. But how do we engage people to improve their lives? And, and I, if I just pick an example of our Vagina Academy program. Yeah. So we have this, we have this product, Canistan, that helps women with uh, you know, vagina issues. And we heard from the consumers, for you to have an idea, in the UK, in Brazil... 30% of the women going to the doctors, they are ashamed of even mentioning the word vagina. Hmm. So how can you say I have a problem and they, they have, I have a problem in my boo-boo, I have a problem in my pee-pee, whatever it is, this is not a very adult yeah, right. conversation, yeah. right? So 
this is a little bit understanding more the consumer need and talking to them in the way that helps them. So then, for example, in that case, we partner with TikTok and with a lot of women that could help deliver that communication in a way that it was relatable. And with that, first, we have decensored the word vagina in TikTok. It was a first globally that... It's, it's even ridiculous that we are talking about that, right? Sorry, what, it, yeah. was, it was censored, was it, the word? It was. Yeah. In wow. many countries, it still is. Yeah, so to be able to to say that even the program is called Vagina Academy, the first thing is you have to be able to call vagina, right? Yeah. So the second thing, we have delivered the equivalent, the equivalent of 17,000 classes in terms of uh, women's health, you know, what psychology, what happens to you when you don't feel confident? How do you break a taboo? How do you seek for help? Mm-hmm. And this is helping and, and also in all us, you know, all aspects of the society. We had a bus that it was the vagina bus and then the bus would go up in the favelas yeah. because wow. information and education is something that should be universal and, and, and spread out. Right. So. This is one example on the product. Scientifically, I can give you all the bits and bolts. Yeah, yeah all the yeah? claims. Yeah, all the claims, the doctors, etc. And that's why it's a leader product. That, that mm-hmm. there shouldn't be any doubt about that. But this is not what helps consumer when then they're in front of the shelf in the pharmacy. Super embarrassing. I need to buy this super fast because nobody sh- nobody can know that I have a problem with my vagina. So this was the problem that we are trying to solve. Love CMO Talk? Leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We're interested in your opinion and you'll help others find this podcast too. I was wondering, I, I totally love that campaign, Patricia. Can you share any results? Yeah, so look, this is a campaign that is coming from, um, from something that started in Australia where we had Trash the Musical. We had three uh, stand-up comedians, women, super funny, saying we are yeah. going to take trash and we are going to make them, you know, uh, a non a non taboo issue. Yeah. And they did a musical, and I really recommend if you if you haven't seen it, uh, just, just it. put it in on YouTube. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> it is. And they talk about trash like we talk about champagne. You yeah. know, it's super uh, casual. And it's helping a lot of women. Uh, and we see that the increase of women seeking for help um, it's it's a super important metric for us, but mm. also days that women were off work and that young women, young adults were off school because of wow. these problems. Wow. Because you um. you can imagine as as a person, you don't need to be a woman. So I'm now going to look at both of you. You don't want to go to work or to school scratching your private parts. No, you don't no. want to do that. So I think it's very rewarding to be able to do that. Mm. And now it's going to to be in many other countries. So we are going to be able to help many other women. Wow, so, great. breaking taboos, changing mm-hmm. attitudes, making every issue to do with vaginas, we, uh, able people able to talk about them. Right. And did did, did you measure that it all also changed the actual behavior of, of women? Yeah, because they're they're looking for help. So, for yeah. example, in one of our countries, we created this bot. We are using technology also to to surpass some of the challenges. And in the past, we could never imagine that this would have any traction. And now women are really going there, putting their questions without being afraid 
of what people are going to think about them. And this can direct them either to the pharmacy because it's something super simple that they can treat themselves yeah. or to the doctor. Yeah. So, so nice. this has been a campaign that's largely on TikTok and, and Instagram. What about, so presumably reaching a younger generation, how about for, for an older generation who's perhaps not, not on TikTok or, or, or Instagram? Look, I think more and more we will be a, a bit surprised, but the older generation, uh, normally they are more versed to go to the doctor. Okay. If I'm thinking uh, where are the biggest gaps in terms of health treatment, and I, I hope that you would empathize with that. When we are younger, and it was my birthday yesterday, so I'm feeling a bit Congratulations. nostalgic. Happy birthday. <laughs> Uh, when we are younger, we think we are invincible, right? Yeah, we no. don't get sick. Uh, or when we get sick, we jump out of it super, super easy. Uh, you know, we we dance on the rain. Uh, we go out and we stay out drinking and eating until 4 a.m. And yeah. the next day we have something and the stomach is better. I, I, the couldn't, head yeah, is better. I couldn't even think about that right now. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> okay, I'm tired. I'm tired. You just seem suggesting it. <laughs> but this is it. So when you're younger, you have that sense that nothing can stop you. And the most important insight is that the care with your health, and by health, I mean physical health, mental health, emotional health, yeah. that is something that, again, is another taboo. It starts young. So we are really focusing on how do we educate this next generation? Hmm. Because when you look at the stats, most of the people going to the doctors, they are going when they already have a problem and they are older. Right. When there are things that they can treat. And sometimes treatment is, and I, this is not self-serving only for the industry, because the treatment sometimes is walking every day. It's eating healthy. It's sleeping. You know, these are three of the best medicines in the world. Yeah. And there are things that as an industry we can help. No one can eat enough oranges to give you what you need in terms of vitamin C every day. Yeah. So there we can help. Yeah. For pregnancy vitamins, there is no way a pregnant woman can eat enough of the vitamins that she needs mm. for her and her, her baby. So there we can help. Yeah. Pain, we can help. There are lots of things that we can help, but it starts. it has to start much earlier. And yeah. this is the focus at the moment. Now, meds uh, need to meet regulation guidelines and consumers need to be well-informed. And this also applies to packaging and communication, which leads me to our first statement today, which mm. is, in the consumer healthcare business, creative communication is always conditional. It is. But it doesn't need to be boring. It doesn't need to be corny. <laughs> uh, it doesn't need to be commonplace. Yes. It doesn't need to be sloppy. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. I think, and and I, I, and today I post something on, or yesterday I post something on LinkedIn that is a great example on that. Packaging, the experiencing on opening a product. Yeah. How can we make this better? And sometimes, you know, just putting something, I've, I always say, you know, inside the packaging is the biggest space that you have. When people open is the first thing they do. What do they see? Blank. Yeah. How can we do something there that we help with their day? Yeah, so... Well, what, I don't what kind of thing are you suggesting? Yeah. Like confetti coming out of a... <laughs> no. <laughs> of a no, but I, I, will, I will give no. you an example of yes. my time in tea that I think it's also valid for that. You know, tea has those tags. Yeah. Mm. And most of the brands, they have their brands there, right? Mm. Lipton, uh, whatever is the brand. 
I remember once I was having a tea and I look at the tech because why you're waiting for the brew. So this is understanding the consumer moment. So you are saying that um, you want to understand marketing. Marketing is really getting into the depths, darks and, and lights of the, the human brain. Where you're waiting for the tea to brew, you look at that tag because you have nothing else to do. And in one of those tags, it was saying um, a weed can be a flower. It's just depending on your point of view. Mm, wow. Yeah. And and I never forget that because it's yeah. it's something whenever I'm looking at the situation, I'm saying, is this, what is the good in this? Is there a good in this? So, and this is just a silly example, but it put me more, it put me closer to that brand uh, than it put to the other brand that just had that. Mm. So I love the packaging experience, the communication experience. Mm. Uh, on the on the contrary, I'm sure you had that experience when, you're, when you have a headache and you're trying to take the bloody pill out of the pack mm. and you need a knife to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What is your experience with yeah, that? So, yeah. and then you cut, <laughs> you cut yourself, right? And then you need, yeah. and you need plasters, and you need yeah. other stuff. So, so you, we you, you seem like a very creative person, buzzing with ideas. But you also in a, in in this industry, which is uh, uh, pharmaceuticals, medicines, you must be dealing with lawyers quite a lot, in, in giving you boundaries and what you can and can't can't say. Are, are lawyers creativity killers? No. Um, the best uh, lawyers and regulators that I have had uh, as partners, and I have been very lucky to have many of them, they tell you what happens if you do that. They don't tell you don't do that. Ah, um, and sometimes yeah. the answer is you go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's your choice. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, are not, uh, they are not treating you like an imbecile. Uh, mm. And... But I have to say that I think marketing works really well with constraints. So I, I think this is not bad. Ah. I think this is good. Don't want to miss an episode of CMO Talk? Subscribe on your favorite podcast app or on cmotalk.global. I would, I would like to ask you a second statement. Um, mm. a, a hot topic in marketing is diversity and inclusion. And mm. many marketers struggle in creating ads where everybody feels actually included. Being a woman, uh, woman hailing from Brazil, you're a strong supporter of diversity and inclusion uh, and part of the Unstereotype Alliance. And here's statement number two for you. Inclusion should be the starting point of each creative process. Yes, if it's an afterthought, then it's not um, genuine. And, uh, and I've seen this before. I've seen when everything is ready, then people start counting. How many white people? How exactly. many black people? How many people from Asia? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do we have sexual diversity? And, and I personally, I don't like that. I think it has to start in the briefing. So mm -hmm. if we are doing something for a specific country, let's, let's pick again the Vagina Academy example from Brazil. Mm -hmm. You have to have people that will be, you know, identified and connect with the general population, the people that they are representing. So this is part of the intrinsic briefing. And I also want to be very humble that I think diversity is something that is very easy to speak, but it's not that easy to do. And let mm. me just give you a very simple example. Um, I was, I, I'm doing a lot of uh, work with the team auditing our materials, really being part of the Stereotype Alliance is, is a serious thing for me. And one of the questions I was asking the team is, 
how do you portray sexual preference in a way that is not biased? Because sexual preference, as the name say, is related to something you do related to sex. Yeah. Whatever you do in terms of the, the visual representation of that can be very, uh, you know, stereotypical. For mm. example, uh, all gay men have to have, uh, have to be married. So all gay men have to be men with men. All gay men have to have adopted children. Uh, so, so these are a couple of things that, you know, yeah. there are no single gay people, but it's yeah. very difficult so to how, represent. So how do you avoid that sort of yeah. stereotyping in yeah. advertising? Yeah, so this is informing ourselves. I think this is the most important thing. I think all of us in marketing, we have to be very humble and recognize mm. that we need to ask more questions. I am a very big proponent of being more inquisitive. Mm -hmm. huh. uh, or asking for questions and being humble. So asking people, are you? Is this a representative of you and your community? Are you? Are you happy with this? Rather than yes, but also asking specialists. Yeah. Surrounding myself with people that really know things better than I do. Makes yeah. sense. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Patricia, every episode, our guests uh, get the opportunity to ask a question to the next CMO in line. And uh, recently mm -hmm. we interviewed Raja, Raja Manar. I don't know if you know him. He's the CMO uh, of, at MasterCard. And um, he has a question for you. Where is Metaverse going? And how are you approaching that new space and new realm? Um, thank you, Raja, for that. Uh, Raja is, uh, uh, you know, has a great leadership on the WFA, which I uh, attend as well. Ah, great. Yeah, so, uh, so, so look, you know it's him. a very good question. Um, and the good segue from what I was saying before. So the first thing that I'm doing is educating myself. Mm. And I'm surrounding myself with partners that understand this word. Because uh, it's very easy to try to put those things in boxes and say, oh, no, this is virtual reality, or this is NFTs, or this is crypto, or this is W3. At the end of the day, I want to understand it first, mm. then understand the potential risks, the development, and then how can this be used for the greater good of the people that we serve? Yeah. Versus looking at it and saying, oh, we need to go on to this because we need to be the first health company that goes into this and and for that i'm i'm not that interesting so my my what i'm doing is educating myself sharing mm -hmm. the learning with the, the leadership team of my company because i want everyone to be in the same place that i am yeah and then after that we are going to say okay how this can make our our consumers life better and then if there is an opportunity in there for sure we are going to pursue great Right. Well, we now have um, a number of dilemmas for you. Um, we're going to present you a few dilemmas and you're going to have to choose one of the two very quickly. Don't think too hard. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. So, awareness or activation? Uh, awareness. Okay. One-to-one -one or one-to-many? Oh, this is a <laughs> tough question. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> I will sit on it depends. If you had to choose one. Uh, on my personal life, one to one. Okay. On my professional life, one to many. Ooh, nice. Good answer. Uh, Google or Meta? Google. Diversity or inclusion? 
Inclusion first, then diversity. Nice. Effie Awards or Cannes Lions? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I squeezed I, I that think, in. Is that like, it was uh, me. Is that like choosing you. between your children? <laughs> oh, look. Um, I think they both have a very important role to play. I, I think we need more of those in the industry, not them competing. Oh, very good. Is there is there a dilemma you would like to pick out and, and explain a little bit more in detail? Um, let me talk about cans and effies, mm-hmm. um, because I think this is as this industry is in the middle of uh, a great breaking point. I think if you look for if you look at the talent, there is a a search for talent. If you look at the um, if you look at the industry overall not an industry that you know most people are talking about the issues on creativity and how marketing they talk about marketing as something that does bad things so when i look at effies when i look at cans i think it's an opportunity for all of us to look at what's best out there and mm. inspire ourselves and to want to be better and that's why i think they both have roles um so i've I, I think we have to have more people in marketing looking at that as inspiration, not just as trophies. I think looking mm. at it as trophies, I, yeah. I think it's less interesting, but looking at it as inspiration, as ambition, how, you know, how do we do this to be better? And I think it should be less about glamour, which I'm seeing a sure. lot yeah. in all, uh, all these events and, and these organizations and more about the work. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah. Are there, are there, I'm a, are there any campaigns? Are there any campaigns which have inspired you uh, in terms of creativity? Yes, I have a couple of them that I want to say very quickly. So Dumb yeah. Way to Die, I love because it's, How do you ah. get a very simple message across and it's so long lasting? Yeah. Dumb way to die. That, the, 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 that little song. The, the Australia one for yeah, the, yeah. For the Metro. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah. Super difficult briefing. Can you imagine that briefing? I would love to have been on that briefing. Yeah. That is one. The tampon book. I love how smart it is and how to bring a problem uh, to reality. Also uh, got a lot of awards. Um, still our staff, it's something that uh, in the jury of Cannes last year, we have uh, awarded uh, a couple of medals. It's a fantastic campaign. It shows how as it, you don't need to be a big company to do what's right. And the last one that is the most recent one that I want to raise the attention is one that is called We the 15. 15% of the population mm-hmm. today in the world live with disability. Yeah. Are we doing right for them? Yeah. So these are the ones that I have on the top of my head that I would love to have been on that briefing or have those campaigns under my belt. We'll make sure we'll add them in the in the show notes, Patricia. You're part of the Unstereotype Alliance. And um, as, as a businesswoman from Brazil, have you experienced any stereotyping yourself? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I sorry, I have to laugh because you yeah. imagine uh, being Latin. There are so many stereotypes. We are too happy. We are, uh, you know, we talk loud. Uh, we are always late. Uh, <laughs> I've I've no idea about that. No idea what you're talking so about. There's <laughs> so many of them. Um, mm. So it's. But the thing, I have to tell you one of the things, because I think it's an important approach for me. I don't let this, I, my Brazil, my Brazility 
it's my superpower. Mm, it's nice. not a, a hinder for me. So mm. I, people can say whatever they want. Uh, I think being Brazilian, it's an asset for me and it has always been. And if I'm happy, I'm very proud to be happy. And if I communicate uh, what I think, I'm happy for that as well. And I have adapted myself to not be late. Nice. So this is <laughs> this is how we do because uh, I think this is how you you should face the world, yeah. not as a victim. On LinkedIn, on your LinkedIn page, we've read that you uh, work towards making yourself uncomfortable at least once a week. So that made, made us wonder what made you uncomfortable last week. Um, I have two things: one personal and one professional. So professional, um, I am. I have um, butterflies on my belly because I've been named uh, jury president for Cannes uh, this year. Yes, so I, congratulations! Um, thank you. I'm very excited about that, but it, I'm also uncomfortable. There are very few of us in that are not creative folks that are jury presidents. So I'm. And I think I'm a, one of the few Brazilians that have had this honor. Mm -hmm. And personally, I have had a knee surgery, so I'm relearning how to walk. Ooh. So this is, um, yeah, this is very challenging. Oh, wow. Thank Good you for sharing that. that. Uh, finally, what's your what's your advice you can uh, you have for starting marketers? Um, be courageous. Um, mm. There is one, um, you know, one singer in Brazil that unfortunately has already passed this life that said very simply that one step ahead and you're already not in the same place. So being courageous means being um, able to do one step ahead, even if you don't know what's ahead, but you're going to be in a different place than you are right now. So I think what makes marketing wonderful uh, and and a wonderful place to be and a wonderful craft is um, courage to do different and to do better for the people that we serve. Thank you so much for being our guest today, Patricia. Patricia, it was a pleasure. Thank you for your wonderful insights. I have so many more questions. So hopefully we meet in Cannes this June uh, so we can catch up in person. I wish you a wonderful day and uh, a good rest of the week. Thank you for listening to CMO Talk with Patricia Corsi of Bayer about creativity. Don't want to miss out any episode of CMO Talk? Please subscribe on cmotalk.global or your favorite podcast app. And while you're there, please leave us a review. And make sure to tune in next month when we'll be talking to Dean Aragon, CEO at Shell Brands International. Thanks for listening. Please visit cmotalk.global for more interviews. The CMO Talk podcast is developed and directed by Energize. Audio, mixing and mastering by voice booking. CMO Talk is sponsored by our valued partner, Adobe.